Personal growth is always important, and developing the right soft skills can make a huge impact on your career. We'll discuss their importance on today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inbound Academy, brought to you by Risen. I'm your host, Jeff Lambert. On this week's episode, we're going to continue making the conversation a bit longer as we're discussing the importance of developing something called soft skills, which should be a really important part of your professional growth. So to talk about these soft skills, I'm joined by Will Avila in the studio. He's the COO at Risen, and he's currently working on building out his soft skills as we speak. Will, how are you today? Good in yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for coming by to talk about this because this term is just unfamiliar to me. I've seen it online, but I don't really know what it's referring to. And I know that you've been doing some research in this area. So I'm excited to talk to you about this so I can learn something today. And I'm sure our listeners could benefit from this topic as well. So we're going to talk about soft skills. I'm assuming that there is a, uh, another side to this, you know, a yin to the yang, I guess you could say mm-hmm. something called hard skills, which I have heard of. Yes. So why don't we start off by defining that term? What is a hard skill when we talk about these two things? So a hard skill is a practical or, or technical skill that's easily demonstrated by a candidate's qualifications or specific professional experience. For example, uh, knowing how to use Excel, uh, knowing how to restore concrete, knowing how to fix drywall, uh, knowing how to read legal documents, knowing how to write in legal language. You know, those are skills that you learn in school through experience um, that are, are, are considered hard skills. Sure. Uh, technical in nature, I guess you could say. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I think about like, I guess my hard skills were what would, it would be what I would list on a resume, essentially. Correct. Yes. So let's talk about soft skills. What are those? So soft skills, it's a term used by employers usually to refer to the more intangible and the non-technical abilities that are, are sought from candidates and often called tangible or professional skills as well. Um, and it's, it's the general disposition and personality of a client. Okay, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but could you provide some examples of what a soft skill would be specifically? Yeah, I can give you some examples. Uh, communication is a big one, right? Uh, how you communicate uh, with clients, how do you communicate with your teams? Uh, being able to work in a team environment uh, is also considered a soft skill. How you, know, how you work uh, with projects, uh, how you communicate with your own internal team members, uh, problem solving uh, within the actual uh, uh, team or just with the client as well. Uh, work ethic as well is, is another soft skill. Flexibility, adaptability. Are you rigid or you know, is it your way or, or, or can you take a dissenting opinion? Um, interpersonal skills, you know, how, how do you cross your arms? You know, when you talk to people, do you look them in the eye? Which is, that's a cultural thing too. Uh, but those are all examples of soft skills. Okay. All right. I'm seeing more what you're talking about here in terms of what they are. If I'm an employer, you know, hard skills are really easy to look at because you just pull up the resume. There they are. Mm-hmm. What do soft skills show me as someone who's looking to hire a candidate? Yeah, soft skills 
show you do they do they relate to i guess my overall attitude towards the job or yeah it's your attitude and how you deal with external factors like your coworkers stress uh irate clients uh, difficult situations uh times where you have to make decisions where you have to be flexible or adaptable um those are all uh that, that, that's all uh, how you show your employers. So they're really, I guess you could say they're more personality driven, right? Yeah, they're less referable to your qualifications and more personality driven, absolutely. And it's more important to consider what your soft skills are and how you might show evidence of them before you apply for a job. So it would be a good idea if I don't know what my soft skills are to maybe look for some resources that could help me identify those, right? Absolutely. I remember the the Myers-Welsh-Briggs test, I think it was called. I remember taking that in high school, and that helped me identify some of my soft skills. I remember that specifically. Okay. I'm sure there's a wealth of different um, assessments that you can take online. Yeah, I've never heard of that test. Um, what I did is I I, I, I read multiple uh, sources on, on, on different soft skills, and I, I saw where... Uh, how I, how, how I, uh, where I fall within the different skill sets. Like, oh, I'm strong at this, or I'm weak at that. Um, and that's how I uh, identified uh, my weaknesses. And, and, you know, soft skills is not something that you're born with. Uh, you know, it's it, emotional intelligence can be developed. Um, it's many times parents teach their kids from early on, and, and kids that have a higher emotional intelligence tend to do better, studies show. <clears throat> So it, it, it's something that you definitely want to, to, to work on and develop. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, I come from an education background and really in the past three to five years, I'd say emotional intelligence has been huge in terms of wanting to integrate it more into lesson plans and trying to measure that in terms of growth with, with children, because we have primarily, I guess, rated our students based on their IQ and we haven't paid much attention to their EQ, mm -hmm. but now I'm hearing from you, and, and you do a lot of the hiring decisions at your company, correct? Right. That you're saying that, yes, IQ is important, but EQ, these soft skills, are just as important as well. I'd say sometimes even more important. Hmm. Interesting. Because, you know, two, two different people can qualify for a position, or, or maybe somebody's not as adept at, for example, Excel, but they can be. But the soft skills are, are the difference between, you know, uh, Keeping a relationship with a client uh, positive, uh, you know, interacting with coworkers and 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 the energy and and mood and overall feeling and atmosphere that that somebody with strong soft skills will bring your organization and, and your clients versus hard skills that you know you can find that or, or, or train somebody up to be where they want to be where you want them to be. So we're saying that soft skills are important, and I'm with you 100% on that. What does what do soft skills tell you as an employer? Why are they important? Uh, so, you know, employers look for people who can become leaders, um, and leadership depends on several key soft skills, right? So, for example, working together, uh, and I can give you a, a good example of, of doctors, right? And you know, a doctor has all this training on how to diagnose a disease, how to perform surgery, how to prescribe medicine. Uh, but, you know, you also, doctors also need emotional intelligence, you know, so they can, so they can be approachable for, for the, the, the patient to, 
tell them what they're feeling. Uh, uh, you have to trust them to be able to relay information, sensitive information. Um, and the doctor has to be able to empathize uh, with with the actual client. And, and you'll find uh, if if you, I mean, I I research. I research everything, look at reviews. You'll find doctors have reviews and, and these doctors, they, they passed, uh, you know, medical school, but they have bad reviews because they're rushing clients. Um, they're not nice. They're, they're, they're <clears throat> not personable, uh, condescending. It could be, and this is not just doctors, you know, uh, you have all kinds of people, all kinds of professions. This is, this is, this is not, you know, apply to any one field, but you know, that, that's a, a good profession where, where you, you know, people can relate to, like, they don't like their doctor, right? Even though they know what they're doing, they, they just don't empathize with them. How important are soft skills to you in the marketing industry when you're looking for new people to hire? Oh, they're, they're very important. Um, like I mentioned, it, it's actually now, I would say it's more important to have the soft skills uh, versus the hard skills. Because we can train people, you know, if you have, uh, with a strong training system like we have, uh, that's not the issue, but if somebody doesn't work well with the team, um, you know, if they're not flexible, if they're not adaptable, if, if they don't communicate well, you know, that's 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 a big problem. Uh, and I would say it's like I said, it's more important to have the soft skills. So why don't we talk about some of those soft skills that you look for? I know there's a lot of them out there from the very basic research I've done, but there's got to be some that you look for specifically, correct? Yes. Could you give me, let, let's talk about a couple of them. What are some of the most important ones to you? Well, number one is communication. Effective communicators need to be able to adjust their tone and style according to their audience, understand and act to effectively to, to give instructions and to explain cons, uh, complex issues uh, to colleagues and clients alike. And, you know, communication is, is also an important aspect of, of leadership. Leaders must be able to delegate clearly so coworkers understand the task. Um, and, and, you know, there's verbal and nonverbal communication, uh, as I mentioned before. You know, what the words you use. Uh, for example, if you tell a client, I think we can do that. No, either you can or you cannot, right? Or uh, saying, if, if saying, uh, I uh, just switching out your words to example, saying, uh, uh, let me get back to you and confirm that we will do something, for example, versus I think I can do something. Just just uh, being careful with your word choice, um, showing confidence in, in, in your subject, uh, in, your, in your hard skills, um, having the body language to, to, to relay the information, looking them in the eye, um, not giving people... Uh, indicators that that you don't feel confident in, in what you're doing or if, if you're feeling uh let's say uh pressure or, or if you're being criticized you know how you react to that what you say during those moments how you know do you have your arms crossed um are you rolling your eyes are, are, are you like are, for example you could be like yeah, you know, are you giving out signals that are that are negative? So communication, verbal, nonverbal, I'd say, is the most important soft skill, at least for for us. Not the, uh, and it could vary, but I, I think overall, even soft skills that can be used, you know, interpersonally with, you know, your friends, your your significant other as well. 
Yeah, you just made me think when you said that about the fact that, you know, we live in such a multicultural society now. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with people with different cultural backgrounds. You're dealing uh, with people who come from very uh, diverse experiences. Yes. And so how you would relate to one person in particular, that's going to vary based on who's in front of you, which client, which patient, which customer, whoever it is. You have to be able to adapt because you can't take that same approach with every single type of person. Correct. Yeah. You know, there, there are cultural differences. You know, in some cultures, you look the person in the eye. Like in the USA, other cultures, uh, maybe you don't make eye contact initially. You know, but there, there's a few uh, pretty standard cues. Like when you're angry, you, uh, you know, controlling your anger, there are there are, are verbal and nonverbal cues to, to anger. Um, and, and, you know, pausing to reflect what you're going to say. Um you know, in the stressful situation is, is, is important and that's universal, right? Um, you know, showing confidence is, is something that, that it's, I think goes beyond culture. Um, uh, you know, how, how you say it, what words you use is, is, is critical. So, so definitely you have to keep in mind there are cultural differences, but there are, are key things that you should, uh, th- there are key universal things that, that apply regardless. That makes sense. So just overall, the ability to communicate effectively. Yes, absolutely. So why don't we talk about another skill, soft skill, that's really important to you when you're grading candidates? What's another one? Sure. Uh, self-motivation, I would say. Uh, having a positive attitude and the initiative to work well with others without run-the-clock su- supervision. That's a vital soft skill for any employee, um, unless the job doesn't require that. Uh, it could be, you know, a data entry task, for example, that is, you know, you, you don't have to, uh, you, you, the, the metrics are, are really more, you know, how much did you get done? Um, but self-motivation also, it doesn't only demonstrate reliability and commitment, but it shows that you can fit efficiently, efficiently into a company without the need for constant oversight. So that's something that's important for us here at Risen. Sure. And I think, you know, anybody in an administrative position when you have someone that you constantly have to go by the cubicle or check in with them every 15 minutes just to make sure they're on task, that suddenly makes you feel like you're, you're in a classroom as opposed to a professional work environment. It's, it's, we all have a certain amount of hours in the day and we have to maximize that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So being a self-starter, I can imagine how important that is to you know, someone who's overseeing other employees. Yeah, so self-starter, self-motivated, definitely. So we have two. We talked about you know the importance of communication. We talked about self motivation. What are some other soft skills that you think are important to possess? Sure, teamwork. You know, like leadership, good teamwork involves a combination of other soft skills. Uh, working in a team towards a common goal requires uh, interpersonal skills to know when to be a leader and know when to be a listener or a follower. Hmm. <clears throat> and good team players are perceptive as well as receptive to the needs and responsibilities of others. So uh, you know. Teamwork is is definitely a, a an important skill set, if, especially if, if you work in, in team projects, right? Where you have, for example, with us, you have an account manager, project manager, designer, developer, writer. So so having that that skill set is is, is uh, important to us specifically. And teamwork, I'm sure, you know, it even builds on the first two that you mentioned as well. You know, in order to be a good team player. You need to be able to communicate effectively. You need Correct. to be able to be self-motivated in order right. to get the work done. 
You know, and it goes back, I keep using the education reference a lot, but we've all been in those group projects where you have someone, you know, who's not communicating effectively, who's not pulling their end of the, you know, their end of the assignment to get the work done. And that's just a frustrating experience. Exactly. And it's the same in the workplace, I'm sure. Definitely. So do you have any other soft skills that you would recommend for our listeners to work on developing? Uh, yeah. Uh, decisiveness, I would say, is another one. Knowing the, knowing the distinction between decisiveness and recklessness implies soft skill in itself. Uh, decisiveness combines a number of different abilities, um, like the ability to, to the ability to put things into perspective, to weigh up the options, to assess the relevant information, and crucially, to anticipate the consequences, good or bad. So, you know, you have to be able to make that executive decision sometimes, and and you have to be decisive about it and, and, and analyze all the facts and, and not be like, oh, I, I'm going to ask my boss, right? Um, sure. Or, or on the vice versa, instead of having to ask your boss for everything, just making decisions without considering, you know, everything before you do so, because then you have to backtrack in order to fix, you know, whatever you went ahead and did without being sure that you're doing the right thing. Correct. So we have four. Let's give me one more soft skill that you would recommend. Um, I would say being flexible. It's an important one. You know, people don't like leaving their comfort zone. Um, you know, we all have our own opinions, our own our, our own ways of thinking, or, or what we think is is the best approach. Uh, and it's an important soft skill because it shows a willingness to acquire new hard skills or try new tasks and take on new challenges. Um, and you know, employers often see candidates who can show a willing and upbeat attitude. Since many jobs come with the possibility of job role changes over time, um, you don't know, you know, when you have to 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 do something different or change the plan um, or or go a totally different direction because that's what will help you reach your goal. So flexibility, not being rigid, and and you know, you, the direction can change, and and you can be a hundred percent right. Uh, but perhaps you were outvoted, let's say, uh, you know, how you react to that scenario uh, is, is, is important um, because you're not always going to be right. And just to clarify, Will, I mean, you need different people on your staff with different soft skills, right? It's not like everybody has to have these five, correct? Yeah, I, I would say <clears throat> depending on your organization, uh, and depending on the role, some soft skills may be more important than others. Um, I'd say communication is critical. Unless the person is doing a job that involves, you know, he doesn't work, talk to any clients, doesn't talk to any staff, you know, and, and it's it's very it's a it's a role that's just does not require much communication skills, um, uh, or and or the little that that is involved is not critical. Um, but I would say it depends on, on on the job, on the role, position, or task. So I think that brings me to the question that I've been thinking about since we started this conversation. I can show hard skills to an employer very easily. Mm -hmm. I have a certification. I have a degree. I have experience in this area. I have references. Hard skills are pretty easy to show. Soft skills, I keep thinking in my head, I can't really put those on a resume. So how do I get those across in an interview or I guess in my first few weeks starting a new job? Do you have any tips to do that? Um. I would say, well, you you can list soft skills in a resume. There's no, I mean, no, you just type it in there. Uh, 
and since soft skills are more abstract, abstract, you have to you have to reinforce any claims with tangible examples. I think people work well with examples. Like I gave you a doctor example, so you were able to relate to that and understand that. Um, you know, and and how you use those examples, and you know what positive or what what positive outcome did it achieve for you? Um, implementing that soft skill or using that soft skill. And, you know, these examples can be drawn from professional or personal or even academic experiences. So, so, but relaying that information, it, I would put it on a resume and in, uh, and, and giving examples specifically, you know, to, to augment what's on your resume as well uh, is a, a good approach. So it's not enough for me to just say, you know, on my resume, great communicator. Correct. Correct. So you can maybe you can expand on a story in a resume if you wanted to, and but then have more uh, so that you can back it up. Um, you know, remember to to show, uh, don't necessarily tell, uh, and and simply stating that you are a great communicator is is, is not going to be effective. But having three four examples is 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 a good uh, way of of portraying that soft skill. So you know, I, I I certainly understand a little bit better how I can show those soft skills. So. There's really a two-step process here for our listeners to really think about. You have to identify your soft skills. That's important. Yes. And then you have to cultivate those. Correct. And I guess a third step would be, like you said, showing them, not just saying it. You have to prove that you have those intangibles. Yeah. And, you know, actually develop them uh, is another thing I'd say. Uh, apply, right? Uh, identify and apply and see, you know, how see how how you can improve your, your yourself and and you'll you'll notice it, it'll just cascade the the it'll cascade down to to every aspect of your life well well thank you so much for coming in to talk about this this important i think professional uh, aspect of everyone's life that they can continue to grow and i think uh, we would encourage our listeners to pay attention to their soft skills more absolutely well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And remember, you can expect a new episode, at least for this month, every week. We're going to try something new. We're going to see how it works. And we'd appreciate your feedback if you have any. But one thing that isn't going to change with this podcast is we're always going to make sure that we fill our content with advice that's going to help you grow your business. And remember, if you're looking for an experience-friendly and results-driven team that can help you, check out Risen. You can see them online at GoRisen.com, that's Risen with a Z, and you can also follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and you can search for them under the username Risen Inbound. That's one word, Risen Inbound. And if you want to help us even more by helping us be able to reach new people, take a moment to go into the podcast app of your choice and leave a review for us. Even if it's just a star rating, it helps us be able to get in front of new listeners. And it's not just for Apple Podcasts either. If you have the stock podcast app on your phone, that's one way to do it. But most podcast apps nowadays offer you the ability to leave feedback. So you'd be helping us greatly by doing so. Thanks again for your support, and we'll see you on the next episode.